0: Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp, reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher
1: purpose, to end smart basketball. Why why is Sean upset though? I don't understand what happened. Uh, I'm not upset. Nothing happened. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it, is it because you're gonna take a long time to pour previously made hot sauce into smaller bottles?
2: Uh, I don't know how long you think that should take. So there's, there's several different flavors, complex flavors of hot sauce, and it requires a lot of like sanitizing the equipment in between, things like that. Also, I had a couple, like two separate occasions where I had a total breakdown trying to consider whether I should adjust the viscosity of the sauce or not, and I had to just walk away for like an hour.
1: Okay, well, are you... But the quietest question at this point is are you, are you officially canning right now? Are you like... Are you going to the step of like canning this officially?
2: No. Okay.
1: So what's up with all the sterilization? Like, why bother with that?
2: I mean, I... I was hoping that like you and your family would eat some someday so i was just trying to like all right kinda, fair enough
1: that's,
2: like, <laughs> that's respectable keep the i don't know the, i know right, fair enough I say, I say sterilization really i'm like rinsing the orange hot sauce off of the funnel like before i use it for green hot sauce like because <laughs> i don't want to mix the orange yeah. in the green hot sauce set. okay like, okay I, I all know. right yeah. it's like really not it's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious, I think. But whatever. It's pretty obvious.
1: It really is. It, it was a bad question. Yeah. I, I...
0: Well, I. You know, no, no. I was, I was curious. I was wondering if the sterilization included, like, like boiling the utensils in some fashion to really, to truly sterilize. But it sounds like it's just a rinse.
2: Yeah, I mean the considerations I went through are that I wash the bottles after I got them, the clean one, the new ones and everything in the sauce is either like a sterile liquid like vinegar um or it's been cooked. So there really shouldn't be any contaminants. I don't think it needs to be jar like jarred, like canned, like you could actually put it in like a pressure canner or something and like that would make it shelf stable, but I would expect it People would just toss these in their fridge. You know what I mean. So it's going to be golden.
0: It's Golden going to golden, right, Zach?
1: Maybe not, Sean. What if I told you? What if, What if I told you, Sean? I don't. You don't watch a lot of NBA <laughs> these days. What if I told you That's... that that you could turn on the your your television right now and watch a a game. On your TV, and there are NBA players commentating. Not not NBA. Uh, there's no there's no play by play guy. It's just two guys who used to play in the NBA, and they're commentating on the game. What if I told you that right
2: now? Yeah, if you told me that right now, I'd put it on the long, long list of things I would rather be doing than on this podcast with you guys right now. Okay, so, to All right. be fair, no, that's, like, that's I mean yeah. I didn't know. Like honestly, I want to watch that. Like it sounds interesting, but instead I'm stuck here. With no TV, I'm talking to you guys. I'm talking to you guys. I'm talking to you guys. Talk, 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 talking to you guys.
1: I don't, I don't know that I, you can really blame us for not having a TV.
2: <laughs> well, in the podcasting office, there's not a TV.
1: Okay, that's fair enough. I'm watching the game right now. I'm not actually really listening to the game, but I'm watching it. And it says NBA TV players only. So I'm, And I've watched this before. I think the last time I watched this last season, they had Steve Smith and some other former player on. And I don't remember who it was. But, I mean, how, you're saying you'd rather be doing that right now. Are there other things? Like, give me like rattle off a couple things that, that you'd rather be doing right now. Just that you could be doing
2: um bottling hot sauce oh, that, I'm that comes to mind
1: as you were talking uh,
2: no uh, i mean no but conveniently the place that i bottle the hot sauce and the tv are in the same room
1: <laughs> so you could be you could be knocking out two consecutive or, or concurrent more entertaining options compared to this one option that you don't even want to do. This is warming up, okay. though.
2: This is warming up. The more I think about it, All yeah. Right. Okay. Glad to hear that you're, you're feeling better about
1: it. That's good. Bob, did you catch the conversation last week? We, we, we went uh, a little bit around the horn, and we went with some Izzo talk. Uh, we talked about you a little bit. Uh, any, any, any response to, to Ed's commentary last week?
0: Yeah, I uh, I was a little put off by the uh, Big Ten commentary. Uh, I think that uh, if I want to like a couple of schools, that's okay. I shouldn't have to uh, defend myself for that.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why he's so so anti. Whatever he even I don't even know what that what it stands would even be called. It's not like you can call it communism or some really random political party, but it's like he is against that concept of you liking multiple Big Ten schools.
0: I think it's just that he doesn't have a he doesn't have a home for himself so he doesn't want anyone else to have a home. I think that's what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, I think. What do you mean he has no home? I don't understand that. Like no home, like he's. I thought he was from Florida.
0: I mean, yeah. Where is he from? Is he from Florida? Is he from Wisconsin?
1: He, he, he doesn't do- have an identity. Is he, what you're saying. He
0: doesn't have a collegiate identity, and he doesn't really have a, a real life identity. So yeah, I mean it goes it goes, oh, it goes deeper. A-
1: that's a bold statement. He has no life identity. Okay, I mean that is, might be like ten times more offensive than saying that. <laughs> you is, wear hats a lot. Is
0: he a lawyer? Is he a cartoonist? Is he a uh, a commentator on social media? I don't know.
1: That's actually, those are a great set of questions. I think those are questions that I often ask myself, so I'm glad you're bringing it up. Sean, I I think I walked over you. What were you saying?
2: Yeah, well, Ed's line of questioning here reminds me of the great Indian sage, Ramana Maharshi, um, who inquired with everyone to ask themselves, who am I? And I think that's kind of the point that Ed's life has reached. And I look forward to getting his answer to that on the next podcast. I also agree with Bob that um, I think this stems from The constant um, reality that he jumps back and forth between being a fan of the Packers and the Jaguars like at any convenience. And he's just kind of trying to deflect that reality onto Bob, who just likes to look good in a hat. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. You said it's so good. It's perfect.
1: Bob does look pretty good in a hat. that's, (laughs) That's safe to say. I mean, it's What's gotta be—it's gotta be
0: the right hat, though. That's why I need a couple because it's gotta match match the outfit. So,
1: well, let's let's take a step back too. I mean, you know, wearing hats is fairly common these days. Maybe a little bit less common than it was, maybe say ten years ago. But you're still—you're not afraid of that, and I think that's that's respectable. I think it's uh, it's worth it's worth noting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've definitely moved on from the uh, the part of you know actually looking good in a hat, and now I'm just a dad who who thinks he looks good in a hat, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that.
1: I think it's a good I think it's a good role that you've you've slotted yourself into there.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Trying to stay on 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 point here with some NBA real discussion. And I, I know I'm really disappointed that Ed isn't here. He is our our, our resident NBA expert, uh, so you guys are gonna have to fill in here. I know again Sean you don't know what happened about the uh, in the NBA last night there was a uh, I guess I'm not sure what to call it a fight I suppose there were a couple punches thrown and multiple players got suspended in the the Lakers Rockets game That was that was anybody's Saturday was it was, was it last night Saturday? You tell me, I don't know. You tell me, I don't know. I think it was a couple nights ago. Everything's a blur and even more so for you because I know you were at the Brewers game on Saturday. Man. And yeah. And you had a long work week. You put in a lot of hours, man, so I want to I just want to let you know that we're all here for you. Thank you. Uh I also spent a lot of my time watching the Brewers. Uh, I'm kind of glad that that series is over with so I can actually focus on real life again. But I don't remember if that was Saturday or Sunday. I think it was last night. It was uh, it was Saturday. Okay, um, well whatever yeah I
0: mean you know what I, I I'll just say that didn't really surprise I mean that that was it was a decent fight I guess by NBA standards there were actual punches thrown but uh I mean you know Rondo and Chris Paul are pretty pretty typically guys who are gonna mix it up and fight so I don't know
1: it wasn't it's crazy to think that those guys have had like a beef going back nine years I think <laughs> I read that today on the internet like I'm trying to think back to just like when I was in high school watching basketball like let's say and I don't know if this was, was a thing or not but uh, let's say that Barkley and, and Isaiah Thomas had a beef and you could also <laughs> say well they had the same beef nine years ago like think back to like 1993 or something like late in Barkley's career actually I don't even know when Thomas retired let's just I'm just making updates and players at this point but like can you just imagine though it was like if you could like if they like would play you know like some replay from nine years ago, from like nineteen ninety one, and how crazy that would. I don't know, because I didn't follow basketball until uh, like nineteen ninety eight. Right. Sorry, nineteen eighty
0: eight. Right. I mean, let's just can we just talk about how much uh, Chris
1: Paul looks like Joel? That's what I want. Okay, say. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. 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 So there's a small problem that Joel's white.
0: Well, that, I mean, that's never a limiting factor in my book. I think they look like they could
1: be brothers. Okay. Do they? Do they have a similar playing style too? I don't. I don't think they do. I think Joel's more of a, a distributor, whereas Chris Paul's more of a scorer.
0: Well, you know, they both have kind of a, uh, you know, a uh, decent handle, decent, 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 decent handle, decent handle. They can get to the rim. Uh, Joel's a lefty, he's got a nice scoop shot, um, which I don't know that I've seen Chris Paul make, but I could definitely see him having success with that, so.
1: Also, without Ed this week, we've got, we've got no long form. I don't know (laughs) if you got a chance to listen to that last week, any,
0: are
1: we we sure we want to continue that? Is that really worth, worth, uh, worth running, running again? I don't know, we'll have to check with our, our, uh. Our marketing staff on that one.
0: I, I thought about recording something of my own, but it, it just uh, it didn't come come for me as easily as it does for Ed, apparently. So.
1: Ed, Ed claims he spent 10 minutes on that.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure if I believe him. I think... Oh, <laughs> we might have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Really going below the belt today. I don't care with that. That's that's a, yeah, run, I, would, that's a I would take that out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's me. I mean, that's I me want to laugh it, that. at that
1: as much as possible, but I'm not sure if if yeah, if that's if that was in bounds or not. If that was. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's let's indirect. Let's keep the rest of this and then just bleep that part out. So we uh,
2: no yeah, really you know, yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs>
1: Ugh. No, I don't know how much basketball betting you guys do, and I don't think we do any basketball betting. Maybe we do, maybe or at least I don't. Until maybe the playoffs start, it's 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 a, kind of a silly, a silly concept betting on ba- on you know, well, professional basketball. Sorry, yeah, amateur basketball. We have no problem betting on throughout the season, but but professional basketball, we've got really no no business betting it. But anyways, uh, I, watching the end of the football game tonight, where the Falcons. They won the game, but they didn't cover the point spread. And I, I, I was reading a little bit on Twitter as it was happening that it was such a such a bad beat for for a Falcons backers who who had likely something like minus four or, you know, if you were savvy, you could have gotten three and a half. Uh, I could see a lot of jokers out there who held four and a half or five, you know, Atlanta <laughs> minus five. But right. that's beside the point. But like, is that really a bad beat? Like, so so uh, if you didn't watch the game, Beckham catches a ball with like five seconds left to. To bring the Giants within five, and then they hit the two pointer. I guess that's two consecutive unlikely events, for the four.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it was that bad. I guess it, it was a bad beat, but it wasn't a terrible beat. I mean, you know, it, it's football. It happens. I mean, they, they obviously they, the Falcons could have went for it instead of kicking the field goal, and I guess that would have ended the game. So, that was a... like
1: it's not like, it's not like for example the the uh, sorry yeah, the NFC Championship last year. Sorry, the NFC playoffs where the, the Vikings came back to beat the... Was it the Saints? Oh, yeah, when, yeah. The, that last play. Like, that's a bad beat. If you, right. if you hold money line there... Right. That's a, bad that, beat. that's a bad beat. Yeah.
0: This one was pretty... You know.
1: Pretty tepid. Pretty routine. Yeah. It's gambling. But like, what would you consider, like, in basketball? Like, what's your... Defi- like, what... what What's the line of bad beat and just like whatever, <laughs> like that happens all the time. Like, give me uh, give me two examples that straddle that line that are like as close as you can get to it. I know that's on the cuff here. I don't know, Sean. You haven't met basketball in a while. Maybe maybe, but you have. So maybe you can just sort of you know dig back in your in your memory banks and and you know remind yourself what was the last time like a, a three pointer from from like some some distance at the, at the horn. I guess that's pretty easy to. You know, that's almost the point where that happens all the time, too, though, right? Like a
2: a buzzer. Yeah, I think for it to be a bad beat, like the play that beats you has to have like no impact on the outcome of the game. So it's not going to happen in like a a two and a half point line often. But like, you know, if a team is like, yeah, like a nine point favorite and they're up eight and the guy like just throws one up as he like walks into the, the, the locker room or something and it goes in, that's a bad beat.
1: Oh, you mean, so you mean, like, literally just, like, not even, like, directing his body towards the hoop. He's, like, walking <laughs> towards the locker room and just flicks the ball up and it happens to bounce in as, like, the horn goes off. Is that what you're saying?
2: I mean, that's a little dramatic. I don't think it would have to be exactly those circumstances.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I've never seen that before, but, man, that would be pretty Well, fun.
2: like, the one I think, like, I saw a guy one time... Steal like a inbounds pass for no reason in like an out of hand NBA game and just chuck it up and just blast it in like as the thing expired. And well, NBA
1: that makes sense because that like actually counts as a real statistic and he could pad his stats that way. Yeah, but college. My
0: my favorite in college personally is like when when you're holding like plus fifteen and a team is down fourteen with five seconds left and they foul. For no absolutely no reason, and the other
1: that people, happens a lot though in, in college though because those guys those kids are are playing like it's are just idiots yeah yeah they're they're <laughs> likely not regulars yeah there's no I'm not I'm not saying it's smart basketball it's not smart basketball not at all it's not but it's it is basketball and they're playing and it's, it counts so they're gonna they're gonna play whether it's smart or not I don't so I don't I, that happens a lot
0: okay I mean yeah. Fine, I just, you know what, when, or I'll I'll take it the other way as well. When there's a team that's down by like, I don't know, I'm not even sure what the right, say they're down by like six with 30 seconds left and they decide to play defense and you're holding minus seven on the other side and you're hoping for a couple late free throws and you never get it because the team just decides to wave the white flag. That's a bad thing.
1: Yeah, or the like. Let's say you've got the over, and and yeah. says, you know there's like a, a minute or so left, and no one's fouling because right. they're playing smart basketball, right? And it's they're just letting it run out, and they don't even take shots; they just let the, the shot clock like expire, right? Like both teams, right? <laughs> yeah, those are fun. or maybe the team who's down by sixteen is trying, but you know they've got their walk ons, and then they've got no chance of scoring unless it's like, right? Absolutely. that's never happened to me before either ever.
0: no not even once you know I just had I just had a thought here guys Uh, I'm going to go off the reservation a little bit you know what they should do is they should make uh, horse racing with spreads so like why can't you bet uh, why can't you bet a horse minus five lengths against another horse you know what I mean that should be I think that's a great idea that should be a thing that should be a thing, because
1: you know why. Why is it not a thing? Tell me, tell me that. I don't know. I
0: mean, I guess maybe because there's not a great system of measurement. You know, like what is a length? But you can do it by feet, right? I
1: mean, shoot. Yeah, but even then, it's that's kind of that's kind of iffy. Like, how do you measure that? Right. I guess with
0: yeah, watching sensors, watching live, you'd be like, oh, I don't know if that's. I'm not sure. I'm
1: not sure. And then. is that that the exact voice you would make as that was happening that's probably what i would do actually that's that's a good one
0: okay and then and then you'd have to wait like five minutes for them to to get out the tape and measure it physically on the track and then you'd be like no (laughs) wow i wish that i mean they would have
1: to measure it somehow that would require some level of 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 of, you know time consuming you know a couple of minutes It'd it'd be like watching a a football game and having the you know having them wait for the instant replay on, on a scoring play right I know, you know I, or if we're going to give a horse analogy here it's going to be like the the uh, the objection what's that what's the term for that yeah, yeah. objection or inquiry yeah the inquiry yeah. the inquiry yeah. yes those can take like several minutes and I can see them having to figure out especially at like a you know, smaller track where they may not have high, high uh, technology where that just is not even possible.
0: Right. I think you could put up, like, a big board on the infield, which would have, like, tick marks, and then you could look at, like, a super slow-mo camera and then just measure it that way. I think that's that's reasonable. You could probably
1: figure out, too, pretty easily, just based off of, you know, not, you know a handful of races for each horse, of, of what those lines should be, too, right? I mean, it should be pretty easy to figure out based off of
0: well, it's in, I mean, it's interesting, I mean, because a lot of the races, I mean, I don't want to spend like 50 minutes on this. I do, but I know you guys don't want to. But I mean, you could argue that, you know, like a front runner could have a really wide range of performance. So it's not like they're going to necessarily huddle around a certain line, but it's either going to be way over that line or way under that line. So, I don't know, could be fun it won't ever happen
1: yeah it, it's interesting I, I want to say that there's there's a there's a market for that and I'm, I'm just I'm curious is like let's say you like this is a pretty good idea like what like how, like what would you what if you really wanted to like invent this you don't have you don't own a sports book you don't own a racetrack let's say you tweet it out right as just an idea right right I don't know maybe I'll and then six months later like you see DraftKings offering it <laughs> I should talk
0: to uh, one of my friends who who has a patent for a product, see what he thinks. We might.
1: Who's like what kind of patents we're we talking about here?
0: Uh, retail products, women's dress wear, as it were.
1: That's exciting. It sounds like a sponsor opportunity.
0: Yeah, we should look into that. That'd be a good idea.
1: Did Sean go to make uh, his hot sauce? He's either making hot sauce, or he's he's just stepped away for a minute to do a variety of things that are more exciting than the podcast.
2: No, I'm I'm absolutely right here, guys. Just yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. I, oh, I did, I did. A, I booked an Amtrak ticket, um, but I'm. Oh, I was going to ask you about
1: that, Sean. I was going to ask you about that that Amtrak ticket. I want to hear about your like what's the what's the what's the backstory
2: on that Amtrak ticket. I, um, I'm going to take a train to Baltimore.
1: Those who aren't are, are privy to what I'm talking about, Sean's going to, to Baltimore. Apparently, can you can you give us some detail? On, like, why are you going to Baltimore?
2: Because uh, that's where my flight to India leaves from.
1: That's great. When are you when are you going to India? Uh,
2: d- December fifth.
1: Is that that's all booked and finalized, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. It was, uh, all of your travels are always, uh, they really pique my interest, man. I just, I just want to say, I really hope you don't don't ever stop traveling.
2: Oh, wow. That sounds exhausting.
1: (laughs) It
0: really does. That's why you're doing it. Not me. Just to keep traveling. Don't ever stop.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, this nonsense where you're at home for like a few months—it's—it's it's kind of yeah, it's—it's—it's it's, it's boring, man. I don't, it's not quite the same.
2: Wow, it's really nice, actually. <laughs> <For you>. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. There's Why like just inter- fast internet and ice cream? And... <laughs> what kind of ice cream are you having tonight? Uh, I don't know if I'll have any tonight. I had uh, I had some orange orange like orange dreamsicle type thing last night. Do we
1: uh, do we think it's time for a little Rick Pitino Twitter time? I think it is. Absolutely, absolutely. You guys have been waiting for this. Pitino. <laughs> Rick's, Rick's been pretty uh, pretty busy on Twitter the past couple of days. I don't know if you guys have, have checked this out, but as I, I'm gonna go ahead and just read these off here. Let's go with, start with the most recent. It's been three days. Wait, but, I want this one. But I want
0: this one. Okay, oh, you're you reading it. Yeah, you're reading it. Okay. Need what to need to call in a favor, Petudos. Please follow my son at Coach Patino Minnesota. He's poised for a big season, but it needs help with his pathetic Twitter following. Oh. Follow Friday.
1: That's a, you know, I think the most interesting aspect of that is the is the hashtag there. He's really really buying into the you know to the, the social media, the vibe of, of, of participating in, in the social media climate by 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 hashtagging that. But we've talked about his son on here a couple times. Um, do you think he's? I, I I can't really tell here. Do you think you think Coach Patino or the Rick here? Sorry, the former Coach Patino, dad. Do you think he's he's uh, has he hired a professional comedian to, to run a Twitter account? <laughs> Do you think he's actually riffing this on his own? I uh,
0: I don't know, but I like the comments. One of the comments is that uh, uh, Rick is fulfilling the manifest destiny of all senior citizens on social media, embarrassing their <laughs> adult children.
1: It's pretty great. I mean, <laughs> we could we could spend uh, you know hours just. Just re re, re um, reading off these comments, uh, but let's just go on to the next one here. Let's go ahead. Watched at New York Knicks last night. I realized. <laughs> Sorry, I <can't. laughs> I can't. I can't all right. All right. I'm gonna take a drink here now. I'm fucking. Uh... <laughs> all right watched at New York Knicks last night <laughs>
2: <Stop>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's too bad Ed is in here because I, th- I think he'd really be enjoying all this, this uh, shenanigans watched at New York Knicks last night I realized <laughs> that Lay the Hawks are rebuilding but the Knicks have an exciting style. I can't. Imagine.
0: I think it's because of the way you're trying to say it.
1: There's so much passion. It's such a funny tweet, though. I mean, if like it's it's sincere. He really believes that the Hawks are rebuilding, right? And that the Knicks have an exciting style of play. I mean, that is really laying out some opinion there. And I think this is where I think he has a, a, a like a, a hired hand doing some of these tweets, but this is like. His own tweet here I feel like we've got (laughs) two people tweeting on this account so
0: (laughs) I want to read the next one Uh, okay yeah I I don't know if I
1: can read read it again because I I just I'm I'm not able to to pull it together
0: but go ahead I just saw on TV that unemployment rate was at a 50-year low (laughs) really sure feels a lot higher at my house googly eyes frowny face that is uh that's a really good one.
1: that this is where i think we go back to where he's got a professional writing right tweets for him so he's gone you know, <laughs> professional okay i'm gonna do this next one and then go back to the professional for the most recent one
0: yeah
1: uh, because we go back to the previous one he's obviously just talking about or maybe it's not him again it could be like his, his marketing buddy you know had to make this first podcast a two-part segment Next week we will cover his days at at Gators, MBK, and at OKC Thunder. Right, right. That is definitely not Rick. That is
0: somebody else.
1: It really leaves a lot for the. Uh, I haven't listened to that podcast with him and, and Billy Donovan. They're really. They must have a lot of content they want to review there. If they're doing a two a two part, two, you know, spanned across two weeks, that's a real time dedication on, on Billy's part.
0: Yeah, we should listen to that podcast, probably, at some point.
1: It's probably, yeah, I, and there, there might be, you know, there's probably some really funny bits, because I think, <laughs> it's at the be. end of the day, Rick is actually pretty funny, I think, probably. I mean, I've never actually heard the guy talk <laughs> outside of those interviews where he's defending his program.
0: Right. Anybody that wears a white suit to numerous basketball games is okay in my book.
1: Absolutely. Are you following Coach Patino MN currently yourself? Like, do you follow? I do not. Are you Are you following the the Minnesota Gophers this year, at all? Uh, no, not really. I mean, you're gonna wait until until you see them on the the B1G network and then. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was excited about last year, and they really they really let me down. So I'm gonna have to see some evidence that they're gonna be improved this year.
2: It's,
1: it's fairly remarkable that, that Bettino is still coaching there, right? I mean, no, no, most coaches at this point would have been fired like two to three years ago, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think he's got he's to do something this year. I mean, I think you asked me that, about that in an earlier
1: cast. But, uh, yeah, he's got to make the tourney this year. Otherwise, he's got to get gone. Like, I, know, I know, college, you know college basketball has a lot of history. It would be really difficult to, to try and even find this if we had time. But like off the top of your head, who would you say had the most long tenured run at a at a at a program without getting fired? Oh man! I mean, again, that's a really difficult question because most most coaches who have long tenures usually win. Right. Right. Um, would you say? Would you say? Would you say the the previous Minnesota coach would be like maybe like a second? Who Munson? Munson? Uh, yeah, I mean, he made one. Had one right, but yeah he had, he had a long string of, of really bad years
0: you know you know who comes to mind and I don't know if this is true at all but uh, Royce Walton comes to mind of the Indiana State sycamores
1: back in the day well that's a real that's that's digging back I mean that's that's really pulling your knowledge out on okay I mean yeah, he was pretty bad I, mean, you know, I don't know how long he was a coach for though like did he coach we'd have to google that maybe uh, while while we're talking one of us can do that. So so Yeah, Royce you know, Royce Walton, was that his name? That was his name. I, I just pulled it up here. He had
0: uh he had six straight losing seasons
1: before he got canned,
0: which isn't that many, I guess. Yeah.
1: Because uh Patino's been there for like seven or eight or nine, right? Right, but he did have one
0: they made the tournament one of those years.
1: Well, and that's fine, but like making the tournament once. Yeah. Okay, whatever. But like generally speaking, his win loss record has to be Barely above five hundred, right? Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. Yeah. At Minnesota anyways. Right. What was his previous gig? Wasn't he at like FAU
0: or something like that?
1: (coughs) I have (laughs) absolutely no idea. I mean I I really don't. Yeah. And would you determine like what's the level of like let's say we could go back and like to to the Danny Knee days of of Nebraska in the in the the nineties. That's going back pretty far. Half of you (laughs) <laughs> Listening to this, probably weren't even born yet. <laughs> I've never even heard of that guy, Danny Knee? No, I really haven't. Yes, you have. Nope. I really have not. I've shared with you over time. I know I've shared with you the, the the Danny Neo. Maybe maybe I haven't shared with you because he's such a a mediocre coach. I mean, he was he was uh, so Nebraska. You know, has never won a a uh, college. Sorry, an NCAA tournament game they've never won before. They're, they're one of the few winless, I think, major, major programs who have never won a... You know, Northwestern's up there. I think they... You know, North, Northwestern had to even make a tournament until last year, right? Right, right correct, yeah. And, and did they, they didn't win, did they? Uh, no, they lost. So, so I, at least those two schools... I don't have that list of, you know, full schools in front of me, but that's like the big thing that me took them to the tournament several times in that, that, that era... <laughs> from, like, 91 through, through 96 or seven. Hmm. and they never won a, a, a tournament game. And then they stopped making a tournament, I think they ended up firing him around, like, 01 or '02. 2 Huh. So he was there for maybe, like, 11 years, never won a tournament game. They had lots of successful years of, like, they won the Big 12 Conference. I mean, they were... Do you remember those teams? I really don't. Not at all. How do you remember when Nebraska was, like, actually, like, pretty good at basketball? They just never won a game in the tournament. They just... I think it was just bad luck because they—they were a three or a four seed one year. I mean, they were pretty good. Yeah, Eric Pietkowski.
0: Okay, so we're talking. Does it ta- ring a bell? This, we're ta- FYI to our listeners, ninety ninety one, was when they were a three seed. I was six years old. <laughs> <laughs> was it that far back? <laughs> they were a three seed? Okay. Okay. It was, yeah. Yeah.
1: But they won the NIT when you were like eleven. Um. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Which is interesting as in and of itself, because that they the fact that they won the NIT but never won a, a uh, an NCA tournament game is is you just I don't know. And this is like the back when guys played you know four full years, no one left early. That that team was full of of the same core, at least that that one that Piatkowski team. I think Teron Liu played played one of those years towards the end.
0: Man, that is cr- Nebraska's had basketball since 1896, and they never won an NCAA tournament game. That is...
1: They must have been really bad back... Well, I mean, who... That I don't is know the one that it was like back in...
0: They were really bad, yeah. Uh-huh. Pretty, pretty Pretty much
1: always. Uh, well, I mean, teams like Loyola of Illinois won a won a Final Four or, or a very very good way back when, so... True. Anyways... Danny Nee comes to mind, because I think if you have that, his, his page up, I think he was a coach there until, what, 2000, 2001? 2000. If I'm 2000 wrong. was his last year. Okay. So he was there for at least 10 years. Yeah, but
0: he had, I mean, he had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 of 13 seasons were winning seasons. I'm sorry, 11 of 14.
1: Right, but college basketball is measured by, by postseason success. I mean, let's just be... be Absolutely, honest with ourselves here. I mean, if you're at a, if you're not winning a,
0: if you're at a school ahead. that's, if you're at a school that's never made, never won a tournament game, I don't know how you can measure postseason success because <laughs> you've never had any, ever. Anyway. True enough. Okay. Doc Sadler was a shitty coach.
1: I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, he he coached for a while there too. I I don't remember the exact. He was there six era, six years. Yeah. Yeah, pretty bad. They've really gone through some coaches. It's it's interesting how long Miles is going to last. Because Miles, I thought was pretty good. I'm not sure how much more we can talk about Nebraska basketball at this point because, <laughs> Just, while I do have a couple of 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 friends who may be listening to this, who may be marginally interested, very few others will be. Very few. I I can't even begin to explain how few. That number is. You do remember Eric Pajkowski, though, right? I mean, that name means something oh, yeah. to you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Okay. So. The Polish rifle. Of course. Who could forget? I could. Thing I was doing earlier today, uh, Sean. This is inspired by Sean, who is who has a, he has a Bryson DeChambeau, Twitter tab uh, dedicated to, sorry, tweet that column dedicated to Bryson DeChambeau and. His just has a certain, you know, a continual feed of Bryce and Day tweets. I decided to do the same thing for this. The term smart basketball, and I found a couple. You know, it's, it's, there's a lot of people like to say the term smart basketball. It's it's a pretty common thing to say. There aren't very, if you, in fact, if you just have that up, most of the tweets are are, are, are pretty boring. They're just people who who are essentially, you know, crediting a player for being, or sorry, playing smart basketball, which people tend to do from time to time. So. Indeed, but I do have some 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 snippets here of of fairly interesting uh, tweets that are, and again I'm just just reading tweets here, so this could go sideways quickly. <laughs> I um, let's see here who do we have. So we have this is this is going to take some backstory. We've got we've got a player, and I'd actually like to, to to take a segue into this player after we're done with this, but his name is. At Shane24Fanning, he's apparently a a ball player for some community college somewhere. Mm-hmm. He says, another school that slept on me, comma, it's cool to, sorry, I'm misreading here. Starting over, another school that slept on me, comma, it's cool, though, A-OK hand signal, time to work. <laughs> so so this was the original tweet. I, I haven't gotten to the actual the response, which has the, the phrase that we're looking for here. This is from at Sweezy underscore F underscore baby. (laughs) What's so funny, John? What is so funny about that? So this is what he says. He goes, bunch of clowns, comma, anybody who's seen you play knows how great of an asset you'd be to any team at any level. You have all the fundamentals down. Make smart basketball decisions, are a good leader and teammate, and hit your shots. Plays hard 100% of the time. They'll regret it. So that's a pretty, pretty you know, heavy tweet this guy is throwing out here. So,
2: can we get Sweezy Baby on the show? That should be doable, right? Can we, can so we reach I'm, I'm out to him? Yeah, okay.
1: The best part is this guy refers to himself as Coach Andrew Sweeney, and if you, if you look it up, he claims to have played at Cornell. He claims to have played at Cornell Division One basketball. So
2: I don't think that's something people make up. <laughs> I think, I mean.
1: <laughs> I don't either. But I'm just saying, we don't I haven't he doesn't have a blue asterisk next to his name or a blue symbol, so he could be like a face could be a a burner or a a fake account. Not ruling that out right now. Bad. But yeah, I'm going to reach I mean, that, so he also calls himself Coach Andrew Sweeney. So he's maybe he's the coach of the team. Lots of I haven't gotten that far to actually uh all I know is that that uh, this Shane Fanning plays for Finger Lakes Community College or or something along those lines. Anyways, moving along here, we've got Christopher Samayoa at it's Chrisbro underscore. And he says, This is in regards to the Lakers Rockets fight. I should have I should have mentioned this earlier. Bro, James Harvest. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> <laughs> <Bro.
2: coughs>
1: the worst part is I'm out of water here, so this is going to be very difficult. Bro, James Harden and Chris Paul are great, smart basketball players, ding, ding. but they flop so much, all caps. I hate to play against them. I don't see how the refs don't notice the flopping that they do. I understand the frustration of Rondo and Ingram, SMH. So I think... I think this guy brings some really good points here that these guys are floppers, and that the refs don't see it. (laughs) Totally, great. Who's who's a bigger flopper? Is
0: it Harden or Paul? Um, I'm gonna go Harden.
2: Yeah, Harden.
1: Are you talking about like when he is is flopping? Is that extended to the part of the game where he draws fouls? Absolutely, yeah. And just pretends that he gets hit. Yep. Flapping. Yep. Yeah, I think so. I don't see why it wouldn't. Okay. Well, that's the uh, the end of my tweets. Uh, I have got no more. I have no more content. Um, I've, I'm fresh out. Fresh out of content.
0: Well, maybe Ed will be back. I had
1: a. Yeah, maybe next week Ed will be back. I had a random idea that I think this is where, in Ed's wheelhouse, where I feel like we need to to pick, like, a team. And it doesn't have to be. I think Ed kind of does this already with his other account where he just tweets at teams and they respond back to him with, you know, positive right. commentary because that's what, you know, lower, lower rung. Like, I think he tweets at, you know, lower end Division One schools or even high school teams maybe. Mm-hmm. And they'll tweet it back, and and you know it's funny because they're just trying to you know give a good PR, PR play to some random, you know nobody on Twitter. Right. And I think you'd really run with this here. We need, I think, if we can just adopt a, a team and do that, and be consistent and just full court press that team with with our with our you know social media presence for like weeks on end. <laughs> so is is so we just need to pick a team and I think just do that. Why don't we we'll do like
2: it. Buzz Williams? Why do you got to game low? Like-
1: I'm not ruling anybody out. I think I think it, there's a there's a potential angle where it might be funnier to go at the low end school that no one's heard of. But but Buzz, I don't know what, what what's some, what's uh, what's the Buzz Williams angle that I'm that I'm missing here.
2: I, I just think he would actually he would he would respond.
1: You think he would? Okay. How many followers does Buzz Williams have?
2: Probably a million.
1: I don't think he has that many.
2: What? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a lot. That's oh, is it? Is it. it really a lot? I guess. It's a lot. Guess, that's like, not, for people like. Yeah. Not everybody's on Twitter, I guess. Yeah, but I think yeah, like I, I think, think a million people know who he is.
0: I don't even think Buzz Williams is on Twitter. Okay. Is
2: he? I don't. I'm not finding
0: uh, I find <laughs> an. I find an at Buzz Williams with zero tweets and zero followers.
2: You probably you probably been banned by him.
0: I probably did get blocked. I probably was upset about
2: it's, something. It's probably like I've been blocked by him because I, well, I don't know. I don't want to get lawyers involved. But uh, <laughs> it's like at BuzzKitball or something. Basketball, really?
1: But you're serious that he has a Twitter account and Bob can't find it?
2: Yeah. Team co- okay. Team Coach Buzz. That's what it is. Team Coach Buzz.
0: Huh team coach. There he is. he's got a picture of his children. He's got 77,697
2: followers.
1: Does he list himself as a father in his bio? Uh,
2: uh, cuz that's important. I'm still blocked by Buzz Williams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can maybe we can we can use this You're both blocked for by Buzz no, Williams? no, no, Bob's not. We can use this for promotional material for the uh, for the pod. <laughs> yeah. they are still blocked. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I thought I was unblocked. It's not like he, he only did it for like a day, but I guess, I don't know, whoever. <laughs> I guess I got back on there.
1: Buzz, You guys lost me. So who got blocked by, by Buzz Williams?
2: I've, I've been blocked by Buzz Williams for a few years now because... I reported on Twitter about a, about how he already had a handshake deal to go to Oklahoma State, and then at the oh, last man. minute they got some coach better than him that they didn't think they could get. The Pittsburgh coach went there. Who went there? Like uh, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh coach, right.
1: So you broke, like, a story and and he blocked you for that? Yeah,
2: basically. I didn't – I was, like, relaying – I basically read between the lines of, like, uh, some posts from maybe the Rev Zeke or somebody. I don't know. Like, these uh, online basketball insiders. And then I just, like – I said something. I don't know. I'm not sure, Buzz seems like the kind of guy who would sue me over this, so I'm not sure what, if what I'm allowed to say or not, but I'm pretty sure it's true, so I probably can't get in trouble, but none of the people involved would ever admit that it's true, so. But yeah, he had that job, and then they got Dixon, last minute Dixon took it, he wasn't going to, and um, they bumped Buzz out, but Buzz had a handshake for that job, and uh, plays it off like he didn't and he was he was done with tech and, and then he came back with all this you know uh, I'm a hoogie for life stuff
1: so I totally was was lying to you guys I have I have more more content here we can we can we can throw at you at you here the uh, one of the the cop topics of discussion off off the pod uh, you know we we talk amongst each other not when it's you know not when, when, the, when the the microphone's off and one of those questions what we kind of used last week was uh when you're at a salad bar, like, what's the best part of that? And, and Ed, Ed, I think, uh, what was his answer? Did he give, was it bacon? Like, chopped bacon? Or was it croutons? He,
0: well, he said uh, croutons. Croutons, yeah.
1: And I don't, that's I right, really, I really, I just was really kind of taken aback by that, croutons. Like I said, I feel like most restaurant salad bars that I've been to don't, don't provide the kind of high quality croutons that one would really, you know, go out of their way for that Ed's talking about
0: it's a very odd choice a very odd and, and dare I say childish choice
1: I'm going to say is it reeks of, of immaturity yeah. but like I think to Sean's point he, I think he mentioned I'm just sort of rehashing this for no other reason than I think it's, it's kind of funny but most places should make their own croutons like from you know leftover bread or whatever That's how you make croutons so it's really easy it just takes a couple of minutes of time right. and they're really good but but most of them are those dry, you know, from from a box, just not really. Why I would go to the salad bar? Like Bob, what's your what's your go to at this? Give me your your top three. Salad bar, items.
0: No, yeah, this is this is right in my wheelhouse. So uh, number one. Oh, I know. Number one, the hard-boiled egg. Um, you know, the crumbled crumbled. Oh, that's grind. a great
1: one. Now, now, do you do you prefer when they they just give you the whole hard-boiled egg or like the. When it's already cut up for you. I want, What's your preference there?
0: I, I want it cut up for me previously because that takes me longer to get the food in there. Yeah, that's mouth.
1: such a, a Bob way to answer that. I feel like you're going to get a better <laughs> egg if it's, if it's not cut. Right. <laughs> hey, how hard is it to cut a an egg? It's like you, you take a, a fork into it and you have the same thing. Yeah, but that's,
0: you know, it takes time. Um, so Okay. So there's, that's number egg. one. Number two is also the egg uh number three also the egg just give me hard-boiled egg for days so
1: you really would prefer if it was just like a hard-boiled egg bar like nothing else but eggs
0: yeah i i guess i'd put a little i mean you know i mean obviously i'm gonna have some lettuce some tomato uh if they got bacon yeah i'm taking some bacon um but yeah i mean french
1: dressing as well french heavy calorie yeah, I feel like French is another uh, move where you're basically just, just playing right in Ed's, Ed's wheelhouse where he's going with the, the croutons with French dressing. Right. And I, I, I would, some chicken nuggets on the side. I would take some croutons too. I'm not picky. But well, I'll probably eat croutons too, but I don't like look forward to it. Right. I did, you know,
0: when I was a kid, this is what I call the childish, when I was a kid, I used to raid my, uh,
1: my parents' pantry and eat croutons straight out of the box. You know what I also' don't, like along those lines, why do most kids get rid of the the crust on the bread? That to me is like a crouton
0: it is I loved crust as a kid
1: i, I was, okay, I did too, but like I feel like a lot of kids don't do that and i i I see some adults doing that right and it's just like okay, that's interesting. It's very odd Sean, give us your uh, your salad bar favorites
2: uh, I'm a big crust guy as well, first of all. Uh, A big end to ends, like the end of the loaf is really the most most prized piece. Um, The heel. Yeah, salad bar, I'm always looking for something uh, that is going to be in the direction of like a cob type situation with your egg, as Bob mentioned, but really highlighting hopefully a nice blue cheese dressing, blue cheese crumble. That that to me yeah that's
1: where I think you lose me on the, the blue cheese I don't I don't really like blue cheese blue at cheese, all. The blue cheese yeah it's
2: an acquired taste. Um, but yeah one of the most sophisticated tastes um, that you could acquire.
1: <laughs> Are you telling me that if I just like continually shove blue cheese into my system I'll start liking it?
2: <laughs> well I just think you know if you have the the good blue cheese you'll know.